When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Washington football team nation, what is going on? Bye week, right after the bye week. What up, Todd? How you feeling, man? I'm doing. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It feels like it's been a while. <laughs> it, it has been a while since we've done this. It's been like it's been only like what twelve days, or I don't know. But it it feels like it's been forever because since May we've been doing it so often since we started. Yeah. But I'm doing good. I guess, you know, it was nice to get a little break, kind of. Although it, it wasn't great not watching a game for Washington on Sunday. Um, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, it was like you said, it was good, good, good having a nice little break. And I miss my team. But uh, just seeing this division open up right before our eyes, it's, it's been a beautiful sight. And uh, we got some winnable games coming up, so I'm excited. And this team is just – I guess we'll talk more about that as soon as we get into the episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. it's <laughs> Can't wait to just get into it. Okay, so um, this is a special episode. Uh, before the season, we did our special uh, – I don't remember what the episode was called. It was it was like our, our, our season prediction special or something like that. So we'll just go ahead and call this our mid-season prediction special. And joining us, we have Alex, who was with us for that first time we did it, and he's back again. And so we're welcoming we're welcoming him back. Alex, how are you? Doing good. How you doing, fellas? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> doing great. You're doing great, right, man. <laughs> doing great. We're uh, we're excited to have you back because we have some stuff we have to talk about Appreciate from it. a couple months ago that we kind of <laughs> have to look at and re-examine and reevaluate and then plan from there. And so. I guess what we're doing this episode basically is we're going to do our we're going to revisit our predictions from before the season. We're going to go through the rest of the schedule, the last nine games, and I think map it out again. And and we're going to talk about this Giants game, how much it means. We'll probably talk about quarterback stuff because we'll be talking about quarterback stuff until we have a quarterback. So (laughs) talk about quarterback stuff, talk about everything. First thing, though, I want to talk about. Terry McLaurin being named a captain today. That's insane. Yes. Alex, just how does that make you feel? It was well-deserved. Well That's the instant reaction that just comes to mind. Just like well-deserved Terry is just the epitome of someone who just works hard. He's been a constant pro since he's come in for someone of his age, just to not only put the work in, but to have it just show on the field each and every Sunday. It's, it's a beautiful thing. 
beautiful thing, man. Yeah, uh, Tay. I'm sure you're going to say lots of the same stuff, but go ahead and say it. Yeah, most, most <laughs> of the same thing. I, I just love Terry, man. He He's a hard worker from day one. Uh, he just leads by example. He's kind of from that same mold of, of Jonathan Allen that, you know, he doesn't want to talk. He wants he wants his play to his play to show. Yeah. And uh, it showed up for that pregame, that, that postgame spe- speech in the locker room. I was fired up after that. And it's well-deserving. It's no coincidence that that happened after, you know, so I, I'm excited for Terry. Yeah, it's – could you imagine if he wasn't on this team right now? Like, if <laughs> – if I mean, can you imagine what the receivers would look like? Can you imagine what the offense would look like if you didn't have Terry? I, I hope that Terry is here for – 12 to 15 oh years God. you know there's no reason for him not to be and if you can just add pieces around him and a quarterback who can consistently get him the ball every which way i think he can be a, a real star like top five in this league because like you said it's the work and it's the ability and like how often do you find both of those it's insane yeah. so that was the news of the day. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we need to catch up on. Uh, there's Eric Reed not signing because he didn't want to go to the practice squad. You know, I kind of thought, well, if you want to get back in the league, you should probably do it. I guess he doesn't want to get back in the league bad enough. And I'm fine with Cameron Curl and Jeremy Reeves, you know, taking yeah. over. I don't know, Tay. Yeah, I agree. With, and, I, and I just love Ron's mindset. You know how Ron is. Well, Eric, you're going to have to come in here and earn it. You know, it's not going to be given to you. Right, uh, right. I just, I just love Ron's mindset. And, uh, hey, he didn't want to come. So, next man up, let's go Reeves and let's go Curl. I agree. And I – and I, and I, like, he kind of said this, but I think Reeves and Curl earned that. If you if you really wasn't sure about them, I think you would have said, Reed, you know, we need you right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he he felt like if, if Reed doesn't come, well, we got these young guys. And so, I thought that was cool. Uh, did we miss anything else? Uh, we're not going to talk about the election. <laughs> That's undecided. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have our president. His name is Jason Wright. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so I guess with that being said, before we get into the, the, the week, uh, the, the last nine weeks of the season, let's talk about these, these teams in this division briefly. Uh, let's start with the giants. No, let's start with the Cowboys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The Cowboys are so bad, yeah. and it's it's hilarious, and I love it. They're talking about starting. I think was it is it Cooper Rush or something yeah, like that, mm-hmm. or or some other guy whose name I can't remember this week because Danucci was just so bad. Which did y'all watch that game? Yes, I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> so so now they know what it's like to start four quarterbacks in one year and be terrible. Yeah. Okay, uh, Alex. Tell me how much you're enjoying the Cowboys being bad, and do you see them winning another game this year? Dallas is going to win another game, first and foremost. It's going to be under the helm of Andy Dalton, for sure. For sure. I'm going to go ahead and say that if and when he ever does return. Um, Am I enjoying it? Of course. It's just good to just watch that ship sink, you know. Um, It's a note to the past of what we've dealt with for the past three, four years. But, you know, ourselves leading the league in injured reserve, plays on injured reserve. Man, it it just feels good. But, hey, man, we still have to handle our own destiny, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's. (laughs) Their their lack of success still doesn't equal success for us, but it's just fun to watch. Yes. It makes it a little, it makes it more fun. It makes it a little <laughs> easier if we're not having success, and we, if we're having a hint of success, it makes yeah. it more fun to watch. <laughs> now let's okay, let's move to the giant. Well, 
let's move to the Eagles because the Giants are, are I want to talk about a little more. The Eagles are three, four, and one. Uh, I feel like a lot of the reason they're struggling is because of injuries and because Carson Wentz is not playing at the level he's supposed to be playing at. But do you feel like they're the best team in the division still, Tay? Not quite. Uh, I think they have. Uh, I would say they had the best. They had the best quarterback. But uh, truth be told, I think Kyle Allen may be the best quarterback right now in the division as far as consistency Man, <laughs> and stringing stringing together stringing together drives. The Eagles. Uh, I would say is. It's hard to read on them because because they're they're starting to get guys back. I thought this week they would have a dominating win, you know. Yeah, but that yeah, wasn't I did the case. Too. I did. It too, wasn't yeah. the case, you know. They they struggled throughout that whole game against the worst defense in the NFL. Yes, exactly. yes. Yeah. And that's kind of and and I mean you saw Wentz throw those two picks to Trayvon Diggs, yeah. both at twenty yards down the field, both bad throws. Uh, I okay. Well, we'll talk about everything else later. Now let's let's go to the Giants because the Giants are one and seven. However, they have been in almost all of their games, right? And not only that, we talked about expecting the Eagles to blow up the Cowboys. I expected the Buccaneers to destroy the Giants. I mean, the Buccaneers destroyed the Packers, thirty-eight to ten. Then they come out against the Giants. And it's a close game. And the Giants have a chance to tie it up at the end. And the Giants maybe win if Jones doesn't have the two interceptions. So even though they are one and seven and they have lost, uh, they've lost one less game than us. The one game they've won have been against Washington. I want y'all, I'm going to, I'm going to count down. We'll all do. I'm going to count down from three and then we'll all say yes or no. Do we feel like we are not giving the Giants enough credit for the team that they are are they maybe better than their record suggests? I'm gonna count down three, two, one. Yes, no. yes, yes. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Tate, you go first. They're not good. I mean, like, like Jones is not. I mean, I, okay, don't get me wrong with Jones. I like him for the because I want them to keep him. So I, I think you know, I don't want them to get another. You want them to keep him because you think he's not good. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, he, I mean, what he did against Tampa, a good defense. I mean, yeah. all things, the picks. I mean, right. he, he did great against us. He didn't do that well. I mean, we yeah. we strapped him up. We had the number one pass defense in the league. But I like to brag on that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Probably but, bragging in front of you. <laughs> I know. But um, I just, I just think teams overlook them. Yeah. That, that way, they. I mean, and Brady's always struggled with the Giants. Yeah. But yes, I just think has. I think teams overlook them when they play them. Therefore, I mean, we should have won that game in the middle. Man. Sure. Mm. They should be 0-1-8. But. Yeah. Uh, Why did you say yes, Alex? I just believe the Giants are a really well-coached team. And that's what I saw on Monday night. Um, yeah, you know, there were a few mistakes. Um, Daniel Jones, he definitely does enough. His turnovers are a huge issue. <laughs> but it never really, like, surmises to be – like the ultimate demise of the team, you know, um, yeah. it, it looked good. That's why I was like, Hey, like we also have to do our part playing that we can't go in on Sunday thinking this is a cakewalk. This right, is right. a really good team that we're playing, you know? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I think they are. Well, I know when Joe judge was hired and he came from, you know, the Patriots, Bill Belichick, and he was the special teams coordinator, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, Oh, ha ha. Who's that guy? 
But sometimes those those are the guys that end up being the really good coaches, you know, the under the radar guys, the special teams guys who understand it's more than just the offense or the defense. It's the whole team. So I feel like I wonder if they have a good coach there. I feel like they are a little bit better than one in seven. And I feel like, like you said, with Daniel Jones and turnovers, if that's not an issue, then I think they've won more games. However, having said that, I, I think that Daniel Jones is going to be one of those quarterbacks that sits right in the middle. Yes. Where he doesn't do enough to convince you, but he doesn't not, he doesn't play so poorly that mm-hmm. you think he can't like, he, he's going to always have you thinking if he can right. just, if he can just cut down to the turnovers, then that can be, I mean, that, that, that drive, <laughs> is that Romo? Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, maybe I hope Romo's ceiling was pretty high. I hope yes, it was for sure. No, it's not in the comparison. But Romo had his terrible games. I remember watching yes. Jim Hazlitt knew how to handle Tony <laughs> Romo. Yeah, he did. He's the only person who knew how to handle. But like that drive against the Bucks, fourth and sixteen, they converted. Yes. And then yep. the mm-hmm. touchdown throw was beautiful. Clutch. But then the two point conversion was late and behind. Yeah. You know, and so. That's what it is with Daniel Jones. I don't know, but Tay, I think, like you said, you want them to keep him. I think they're definitely. I, I think they're keeping him for another year. I think he's going to be the guy for, sure. for another year. For sure. For sure. Uh, and they're going to see if we build around him. Right. You know, and we get Saquon back. Can he be just enough? What I want I more say, than just enough. Go ahead. What I, what I will say, um, I believe that the Giants have showcased that they are more than formidable even without Saquon being around, you know, for them to have been as competitive as they've been with, you know, without their superstar player, it just speaks as a testament to the team. And yes, it's the first year time for Joe Judd as well. So they're all coming along. They're all coming along, but it just speaks to the volume. It's it's a well-coached football team. It doesn't look like bad football. Right. Right. It doesn't look like the Jets. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Horrible football. (laughs) I tell you what, I was watching. It was the game. It was when the it was when Washington lost to the Giants, and the Jets played at four, I think. And I'm watching it, or maybe it was the week before that. I don't remember. All I know is my first time watching the Jets actually play, and they are so terrible. Especially when Joe Flacco was in there, they're so undisciplined. The penalties, they make so many mistakes. So. Yeah, they may not win a game this year at all. Was it ever that bad for us? Did we ever look that bad at any juncture that you can remember? That's a that's a good question. That's a good question because you know, we had the the o nine, the ten and elevens, which which weren't very good. Thirteen. I don't know. I like probably yes, probably. <laughs> it felt like it, right? Yeah, we we probably, some real. Yeah, <laughs> maybe like maybe like Jim's. You know what? Honestly, probably o nine, Jim Zorn's second yes, year when they yeah. got the bingo caller in there. Oh my god. Oh, man, man, I think yeah. I've tried to I think that was the same year and this play I just will always stick out to me when we were playing the Saints. Was it 09? I think when we were playing the Saints and could have won, but uh Drew Brees threw the pick to what Kareem Moore, Kareem Moore. and then yep. Meacham yep. took it out of his hand and oh, ran it back for oh, a touchdown. That's something that I think would only happen to Washington. But but you know what, actually, though? You know what, though, Alex? I guess we haven't been that bad because we have we have never been so bad that we felt like we couldn't we weren't going to win right. one game. Right, right. Yes. Get yes, the first true. pick. Yeah. And I would have preferred that yeah. to the four and 12s, <laughs> to the three and 13s. Yeah, I would have preferred sure. a 0 and 16 or a 1 and 15 in the first pick. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't even remember what we were talking about. I, we were talking about the division, yeah. but I feel like the Giants yeah. might be a little better. I think I just think they're a growing building team. Hopefully yes. we are that too. 
and and you know next year and the year after that we'll be able to battle with them. Uh, so despite despite their record, where would you rank them? Two in the division. Yeah. I'd probably put them at three. Okay. I'd probably well here's they a, play they play the Eagles know, next man. week. At, I actually might have to put them at two. Would y'all kill me if I put them at two and put Washington at three? Yeah, yeah. Um, because I don't. What I want to make sure I don't do is let the win over the Cowboys distort the four losses that we had. You know. Yeah. All right. I, I was just gonna say that man, there aren't any moral victories in the NFL. We've been there as fans. They right. all their record shows, you know. And at right. the end of the day, it's wins and losses. You know, we know, <laughs> we know, we know they're a well coached team. But right, yeah, they just keep that four five. Even though you know Dallas is probably gonna sink and fall under. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> okay. There are two quick things I want to ask before we get into it. Just there's a lot on my mind because we haven't talked in a while. So it they're all uh, they're division related though. I just forgot one of them, so I'm gonna go with the first one and hopefully I remember this. Okay, now I remember. All right. So the Cowboys, they're an interesting spot. Now we talk about them being bad, and look. Okay, I think that they may win maybe another game or two somehow. You know, maybe they'll beat the Giants when they play them. Maybe they'll beat us. Uh, hopefully not, but maybe they'll win somehow. But even so, they're probably looking like two and four uh, or four and twelve, right? Like top five pick. Mm-hmm. Meaning top five, meaning in position to get a top quarterback yeah, pick. Yep. Meaning yep. get a top quarterback, <laughs> not have to pay Dak Prescott forty million a year pick. Mm-hmm. Now it's interesting because with Dak going out, you he showed his value, right? I mean, oh for sure, they were they were bad, but they were still scoring. They were that's they were giving up the most and scoring the most, and then Dak got hurt, and yep. now they're giving up the most and they're scoring the least. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Would it be, but then at the same time, the salary cap is real. It's going to go down this year. And Dak wants to be paid like a top quarterback. And he's showing why he should be paid like yes. that. Would it be prudent for the Cowboys? All right, let's, let's put y'all in the GM chair for a moment. Okay. You are the GM of the Dallas Cowboys. Are you paying Dak Prescott, whatever it is, I don't know, 37, 38, 39, 40 million, or are you, Taking a maybe a Justin Fields, maybe a Trey Lance, maybe a Zach Wilson. What are you doing? Uh, who wants to go first? I'll say I'll let you have the floor, man. Ah, uh, okay. Um, man, I I think I would go Prescott because I would see how much he means to the team, how much the people gathered around, how much the team gathered around him. But not only that. I would probably look to trade Cooper, get rid of Cooper, get rid mm-hmm. of that contract, so I can afford, so I can afford that uh, mm-hmm. the Prescott, and then they're, I mean, shoot, they're in a great position because they're not a bad team, and everybody get a right. top five pick. Right. They get the left tackle. They get, you know, they get the guy from Oregon. I mean, they're in a great spot. So. Right. I think I think the wise thing for them to do would would to be get um, to keep Prescott, and then try to build that offensive line mm, build it back. you know sure build it back sure. yeah uh sure. alex what, what would you do G- general manager alex um i'm definitely gonna keep Dak, but allow me to play a little bit of devil's advocate here you know in Dak's case i think even after his entry for the next what was it three weeks he still led the league in passing yeah he did <laughs> you know? so we're, we're yeah we're talking like money in the bank like for a strong three weeks it may have possibly been four but Dak was still in the league yeah for right. you know and I mean 
if you're just talking about wanting to build on that, he's absolutely showed his value. But if you want to, no one's going to be upset if they go right. and get a younger guy because they right. do have the horses in front to lead and carry someone young. If you want to go and get a Justin, right. it's going to bring excitement. It's going to add more money. But there's always that turning your back on Dak. Yeah. You know, but um, I yeah. would definitely sign Dak. He's proved that he's a key guard to their success. And the fact that they were in games this season right. was almost solely because of him, because he had absolutely yeah. no help with his defense. Right. He kept the points up to make sure they were in these games. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah. I'd bring him back. They 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 won one of them because of Dak. Right? I mean, <laughs> yes. they were in any of them because of Dak. <laughs> yes. If I was a general manager, I, I also am paying him because, I mean – like it's a toss up. You never know, but I think paying him is less of a toss up than drafting a young guy. Yep. More of a toss up. Mm-hmm. But I just wonder how these GMs think. And I think that there is something there. I think there's a chance where either they let him walk or they really just try to work out a deal with somebody, yeah. tag and trade him. Mm-hmm. So then, but let's say if he walks. Now let's put on the Washington general manager hat. And who who knows where they end up? Washington, whatever. Top ten pick, whatever. Maybe whatever. Playoffs, nineteenth pick. Are you? paying Dak what he wants to come to Washington and be your franchise quarterback. Tay. Absolutely. <laughs> um, that guy, I like Dak, man. I, I, he, he's won me. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. a leader. He's, he's, he seems like a Rivera guy. And not only that, you can build around him. I mean, good night. Just imagine he'll have a top defense with him here. And I just I like the fit. I think he would be a great fit, honestly. What do you think, Alex? Absolutely, absolutely. We're getting someone who, like you said, is a winner. We've watched it multiple times on Sundays. You know, right. just the, the just the plays, just getting outside the pocket, whatever it takes to win the game. Dak has shown leaps and bounds above that he is capable. It, and it'd be the best thing. Just imagine having him come over here if he wears number four. Who knows? But just, just kicking Dallas all over the place, you know, with their former guy. Right. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. It wouldn't get any better than that. Absolutely, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I I mean, I would, too. I would, too, especially if it's uh, not trade, but you're just signing him. Yes. And then you still uh-huh. have that pick and you money. can bring in a guy. And and he would – I think he would love it to play Dallas twice a year. Or you no. Know? <laughs> I I look. I don't think that this is going to happen, but I I do not think it's impossible that Dak oh, yeah. is available this year, tag and trade or free agency. I if the especially if the Cowboys don't win another game and they get like the second pick, and they can just take Justin Oof. Fields, Oof. and then I think as a team for Dallas, I think you do have to consider it because, like I said, the money is a real thing, and if you don't believe in Dak and you can avoid paying him. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, man. It's it's going to be really interesting. You got Dak, you got Sam Darnold, you got Matthew Stafford, maybe you got Matt Ryan, maybe. And then you've got all the rookies coming out. It's going to be interesting. Cam yes. Newton. Um, so maybe we can visit the quarterback conversation later. Sorry to take us there, but like I said, <laughs> had a lot of my mind. The last thing I want to ask, which is about the, the Washington defense. They are fourth overall. They are first in passing defense. Do you believe that that first overall passing defense accurately reflects this defense are they actually that good or is it because they played the giants and the cowboys and then they played the ravens who are a good team but are are one of the bottom passing offenses kind of similar for the browns or are they like that because washington played them well tay you i know you love the defense so you tell me yeah these these guys are for real man these guys and it took me a while to kind of 
fully gra- grasp that. Yeah. But when I see this Cowboys game, they have weapons, okay? They do have weapons. And the fact that only one of their receivers caught a pass, man, that's unheard of. I think we're, I think wow. we're, we're just, I mean, we, we did well against the Rams, all things considered. I mean, they just killed us on the run and, and mm-hmm. the defense, you know, bad position, the rain and everything like the, that. The big plays. The big plays. But, man, his defense is fuller, all pro. He, he, need, he needs to be up there. Yes. Darby. Yep. Darby, man. Darby's playing lights out. Moreland, mm-hmm. I, I don't think Moreland's getting enough, enough attention. He's yeah. been quiet. He's been steady. He's been doing his job. And then I'll, I'll let Alex get on them safeties because I know he liked that guy, <laughs> that guy 31. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, guys. Honestly, for me, the first thing they did come to mind, um, and it's not even a sleeper, was number 23 for me, Ronald Darby. Ronald Darby yeah. has been – he's done nothing short of his job since he's been yeah. here. Yeah. The fact that we don't see his name called outside of that one play in Philly where he gave up, he even almost had an interception in that game, like he's just been solid. You know, he's been yeah. perfect almost on the other side of Kendall, which has allowed Kendall to shine <laughs> and flourish, you know. And again, like you spoke about Jimmy Moreland. Even Cameron Curl, I love Cameron Curl. I, I, I love Cameron Curl. I'm telling you, man, for somebody to come in the way he has and just, just grasp the game. You can see the aggressiveness. Right. He, he gets after it. Right. Making the switch over to safety, the moment was never too big. It never looked like it was out of his control. Right. Shout, shout out to Shays as well because he's held it down. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and talking about Reed earlier, I love the fact that Vaughn stuck to his gun saying that he wants to develop. Like, it wasn't a pressing matter like, oh, we need him right now. Let's yeah. not tamper with the success of the young guy. Let's see what he's going to do. You know, I love that, man. I, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I, I, being first at anything is hard to fake. You know, it, yes. it's, it's hard to maybe, you know, third, fifth, tenth, but first, I, I think, and you look, they've given up the most plays of 40 yards or more, right? And not all those are through the air, but a number of them are. But they've given them up the most, and they're still the number one ranked passing defense. And, I mean, look, what the one the touchdown against the Rams, Landon Collins, you had a big play. Uh, Cameron Curl was out of position. Cameron Curl versus Cooper Cup gave up a big play, and the safeties were out of position. You know, and then uh, you just look at the games where it's happened, and the fact that they are still the number one ranked passing defense mm. – so if you take those play out of the equation, they'd be even more the first ranked, and maybe sure. they tightened it up, and now they won't give them up anymore. It's impressive. Yep. I think that uh, I think Jack Del Rio has those guys in the secondary playing yep. really well. Absolutely. And now from this week on, Chris guys, Harris. huh? Yes. Chris Harris. Yes, Chris Harris has Chris those. Harris. Yes, he has those those cornerbacks. I mean, they're they're playing. The cornerbacks are playing maybe better than any group on defense, honestly. Even the defensive line, they might be playing better than any group. Yes. And now, for the rest of the season, safety is going to be completely different than how it started. We got two new starters back there for the first time. And Shazer Everett's made a big difference lately. And Cameron Curl, we'll see. I don't think that Cameron Curl can play much worse than Landon Collins was. I don't really feel like – his shoes are yeah. too big right now because Collins was wasn't playing well at least through the air more than anything, yeah. and with his physicality tackle. So yeah, I don't I don't think it's fake. I think it'll be tested against the Bengals, who I know sure. they're not a great team, but they've been they've been putting some points up through the yeah. air. The Bengals, the Steelers, the Seahawks, especially probably not the 49ers. <laughs> it'll be tested, but it's yeah. impressive. And yes. uh, you had something to say about that? Say about that day. About the 49ers? You, you, you know, Keyshawn. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to get okay. on Keyshawn Jarrett for a minute. I mean, yes, I mean yes. Cameron Curl. No, but that, I was thinking, I was thinking that. Jarrett. Yes, he does. 
he does. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a blessing we got back, you know. Because yeah, of, right. Oh my goodness. We deserved oh it because Lord. that was crazy. How how often does that happen? What happened to Cash oh, Okay, so we've covered all my random topics and questions. Do you do you guys have anything to cover before we go into uh, the week, the, the the final nine weeks of the season? Haskins, can we get on Haskins for a little bit? Okay, you want to talk about Haskins? All right, what do you want to talk about, Tay? Man, <laughs> I'm, I'm, from what I'm hearing, this man, I, I would not be surprised if Ron is trying to develop this man and, and, and just sit him like a top quarterback that, that hasn't had a lot of um, success or mm-hmm. hasn't had a lot of college experience is supposed to do. A part of me think is thinking that that he, he's not gone. Um, okay. Just, 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 just hear me out. Okay. What if, what if Ron is trying to develop this young man and teach him and put him in a spot and kind of humble him into, hear me out, a competition next year with Kyle Allen. That way he knows the offense for a year. Kyle Allen knows the offense and you let these guys battle it out. So you don't go quarterback right away. You try to build or you build, you know, you're building, you give him some more weapons. Let's see what these guys do. I'm just saying. I, okay. Ron made a comment about him earlier, and, and it kind of stood out to me. Uh, Alex, you're shaking your head. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely going to say Ron's comments earlier today definitely changed my mind of him being elsewhere. Um, okay. And tell you, you hit it right on the head, which humble is a key word. Like someone who just needed a real good slap on the behind, like, hey, you haven't arrived yet. And if there's anyone, like he's like Jay said, Ron's a, Ron's a dude. He's going to sit you down, man, and you're going to have to really just get – he has a lot of growing up to do. He's identified that. And it's perfect. It's perfect. He stuck to his message that said he does trust him. He just doesn't have it right now. He's been been honest with us. He's been transparent and honest with us. And he's doing – yes, he's made the right decision, although I really wasn't on deck with it at first. When we made the decision to go to Kyle, it's almost the same as when Jay went to Kurt. It was the yeah. right decision for the team, yeah. you know, yeah. going forward, you know. And if this is his way of saying, hey, you really need to – Come along, you know. I'm absolutely on deck with it. We'll, we'll see. And if it's a competition next year, man, may the best man win. Show us the growth. Show us that you deserve it, and we'll get after it, man. You were captain for reasons. Show us. Show us again. All right. Show us again. Interesting. Interesting. And I, and I think it's good for him to see the offense being run by Kyle, yes. because last year you look at the quarterbacks you got to watch. I mean, Gross. Who, who was it? Um, you know, Keenum. Colt McCoy. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And if you look at Kyle Allen, man, he's sustaining some drives. Yes. Uh, there was a, a stat in the first five games. They had seven drives of 10 plays or more. In the last two games, they've had nine drives. You see what I'm saying? Like, this dude, <laughs> this dude, like, Kyle Allen, I feel so comfortable with him at the helm. Right. Like, it's not even funny. Like, it, and, and if we can get that out of Dwayne in the future – I think Dwayne needs to look at all that, the check downs, the throw, throwing the ball away, the running, all that stuff. He, he needs to sit back and just and just watch, just yes. like Ron said. And I just love how it's been quiet. It's been quiet. Ron, Ron, like like Alex said, Ron made the decision and he stuck with it, and it's turning out to help the team more so than hurt us because we're now now we're in the thick of it. I mean, yeah, okay. That's another okay. thing. Yeah, I don't say that it's impossible. Uh, i i i do think it's possible Dwayne is here next year i think it'll depend on how this season ends if they are in position top five and they like one of those guys i think they won't hesitate to take them 
But then I think if they are in a spot where it's like a Chase Young situation where there's where you feel like you don't love the quarterbacks you can get and you love some of the other players and you take some of those guys and you feel like you let these guys battle it out. Because Ron, I also don't think is afraid to continue this building process next year. I mean, he did that in Carolina. He said it. The first two years were the years where he was trying to really write the course, write the ship. And so maybe next year, like you said, maybe Kyle Allen and Dwayne Haskins can battle uh, battle it out and, and the best man wins. And then you go from there. It'll be interesting. I honestly would just love for no more quarterback battles. I would love for a good 15 years of knowing who the starting quarterback is is going to be 15 years of no questions about the quarterback we got to fix everything else in the team but we know who the quarterback is i would (laughs) i would love that and this is just one one small point i thought of um as far as how this team has been for the last couple years since alex smith got hurt they've started i believe seven different quarterbacks they started josh johnson mark sanchez colt mccoy case keenum dwayne haskins and alex uh, not alex smith um Kyle Allen I think that was seven it was six or seven well Alex including Alex Smith that week seven quarterbacks now tell me in that same period of time right we're talking about almost two full seasons now what other position on the team is more important and what other position on the team have they started seven seven different players at is there another position on the team where they have started seven different players in two seasons I don't think so and they done it at the most important position on the team. Wow. That's- so, like, again, to me, it's like, it's obvious why they've been so bad. Because you're having the most turnover at the most important position on the team. If they had started seven left tackles, that'd be crazy. Or seven running backs. Or seven, whatever, defensive linemen. But they've started seven quarterbacks. Yeah. So, I would love for that to not happen anymore. <laughs> would, it, would it be wrong to say that Kyle... Allen has been the most I mean obviously three games I mean you can't really you can't really judge that since Kirk maybe Uh, since Kirk in two games I think so I mean Mark we can we can we can take Mark Sanchez Josh Johnson and even Colt McCoy out of the equation immediately to me because even Alex I mean he was kind of Alex was not really that good he wasn't terrible he just knew how to win he was was fine (laughs) yeah he knew how to win absolutely he knew how to win and not turn the ball over yeah um but Kyle Allen, I think, has, has, yeah, I think he's executed the offense better than anyone since Kirk Cousins. Yes. And then you could just say, what, Dwayne Haskins for a game and a half. Yeah. So, okay, all right. <laughs> we're going to get to what we're doing. But we talked about Dwayne. We got to talk about Kyle Allen, okay? We for have sure. to talk about him sure. because, and we've said this all along, Tay, when he first started, he had, when he first started in Washington, he had 13 total starts. So now he has 16 total starts, okay? And after 13, I know he started most of last year, but the word was Kyle Allen is not a good quarterback. He may be okay as a backup, but he's not a good quarterback. You won't like him. He's not a good quarterback. And my question has been, well, if Dwayne has started 11 games and he needs more time to show what he can do, and Kyle Allen has started 13 games, why is he a bad quarterback immediately? So what would you need to see from Kyle Allen over these next nine games individually and the team to go into 2021 and say, let's see what Kyle Allen can do as a starter for a full season. Yeah, you can go ahead, uh, Alex. Um, I definitely want to say sustained success. You know, I want to see some type of exponential growth. It doesn't have to come within like a three touchdown game. It's something where we just know like it just looks efficient. It's just like 
you know, yeah. like you're, yeah. you're sitting there and like play after play, and you're like, wow, man. And he's actually shown flashes of that, but I don't want to pigeonhole him because I do see him as a possible backup guy that can win you three or four games within a season, you know. But again, I don't want to pigeonhole him because same with Dwayne, he's also going to learn it. The mistake that he made last year, he's really not making that much this year, you know. He's actually yeah. stringing together some decency. So I just believe this next upcoming run after this bye week is going to be a true show and testament if he's going to be either possibly the guy or he may just have another competition between uh, a seven, <laughs> seven and Kyle. Seven and eight. Seven and eight, you know what I'm saying, all over again. Yeah. Uh, Tay, what, what, would, what would have to look like? Uh, I just want to see him continue to show leadership. He seems like a good leader. Uh, it seems like the players love him. Uh, I know Terry's mentioned his name a couple times as far as knowing the offense and being able to do more things, you know. And I just want to see him protect the football. Right. I want to see him continue to move in the pocket. I want to continue to see him face pressure. He's been, I think he's done good against pressure, either, whether it's throwing the ball away, checking the ball down. Or, or throwing that deep shot to Terry with, with pressure in his face. You know, he threw a dime with that, with that yeah, pressure. He there. did. I mean, a dime. Like Brandon okay. Sheriff was, was a centimeter away from breaking Kyle Allen's ankle. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and I just want to see him continue to play well in the division games. You know, he had that one fumble that hurt us in the Giants game. You got to think if, 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 if that fumble wasn't there, everybody talks about the two-point conversion, but if we didn't fumble, we were moving the ball, that, and we probably would have scored. You know, but I just want to have that that confidence that yeah. I know that when we get the football, we can possibly score, and that's what he's given me so far. And if he can give us that to the rest for the rest of the year, then I'm I'm okay with him. Honestly. Okay, so give me a stat line real quick for Kyle Allen. The last nine games, give me a stat line that would kind of equal the eye test. You know what I mean? Touchdowns, interceptions, completion percentage. Okay, give me eighteen and six. What about sixty four? 65. Alex. I want to say 12. 12-4. I say 64-65. Okay. Yeah, mine was like 15-5 and like 64, something like that. Yeah. I think it's more – I think it's even less about how many touchdowns and more about interceptions. Yeah. If he throws like 10 touchdowns but no interceptions, that's even more impressive. We'll see. I'm rooting for Kyle Allen, though. I'm rooting for him. I like his game. It's kind of fast when he gets moving. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He's kind of fast when he gets moving. And so he didn't have a lot of bad plays against the Cowboys, so I'd like to see him build on that. All right, now let's talk about what the name of the episode will be, <laughs> what the main thing of the episode will be. There's nine games left. All right, I know I predicted Washington to, Washington to go seven and nine. Tay was nine, nine and seven. seven. Okay. Alex was also <laughs> nine and seven, right? Okay. So they are they're currently two and five. <laughs> In case you didn't know, they're they're they are currently two and five. But if you want to be optimistic, nine and seven would require seven wins. Well, yeah, if it's you want possible. to be really optimistic, it is possible. It's San Francisco possible. doesn't look bad. It would it would be it is possible. That's all I'll say. Okay. I want to say at this point I had them around three and four. Alex, I think you had them something like five and two, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. Tay, I think it was probably four and three. All right. So now for me, they were they are a two point conversion away from three and four. <laughs> but there's nine games left, so we're we're gonna say, what are we predicting their record to be? Do you want to go game by game, 
or do you want to just you know, game by game? Okay, yeah. all right. Um, all right, let's go game by game then. Let's start off with this week against the Giants. Two and five. I think Washington's going to win because they know they've lost four straight because they feel like they really should have won last time because they feel like they're starting to get something going here. So I'm going to go with the win against the Giants, put them at three and five. Uh, Tay. I'm going to go with the win uh, because I think Ron put that, that taste in their mouth where they're going to want to win, you know, the one that they're a two point conversion. I wouldn't be surprised if they blew them out. Honestly, Mm. honestly, I would not be surprised. Okay. Okay. Alex. Um, can you pull say, your mic down a bit? Okay. I want to say that I feel that they are definitely going to win. Um, I felt that this game was going to be the barometer of where this team is going to be going forward. Um, at least from where I'm at in this season of them being, I don't want to say a contender because I don't, I didn't think that the division was attainable, you know, right, but right. if they, if they are going to chase this division, this would be the game to really show that in my eyes, let me see what you're capable of. And if you want to get the ball rolling, Hey, by all means, I I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with okay. it. All right. Three. So we're all at three and five now. Right. All right. So after that come the Detroit lions, right? That we are playing at Detroit. So not, they don't come, we go to them. We're playing right. in Detroit. I know that Matthew Stafford was just put on the COVID list, but it sounds like it was more of a close contact than okay. a, um, him having it. And there's also a chance he could play this week if he like test continues mm-hmm. to test negative and show no symptoms. So let's just assume Matthew Stafford is playing. Lions are three and five uh, also, I believe. So, Tay, what's happening in the Lions game? I think we go out and, and... – <laughs> Man, I just, the way this team is playing right now, I, I just think they can – if they can pull out this, which I think they will beat the Giants, I, I have them winning against the Lions. Lions are three and four. Let me fix that. Three and four Lions. So you're calling a win, putting them at four and four. Alex, what are you calling against four the Lions? Uh, sorry, four and five. So torn. It's always the Lions game that we're playing that we're supposed to win. You know, and I, so many <laughs> right. times I've watched, it's just like Matthew Stafford's just done us – greasily if i can say just oh, you know, no that's, that a, that's a great, you great word that's yeah, a great word <laughs> yeah you know and it's just like man it's there but it always slips away i'm not going to say that my opt- optimism is faded by any sense this is a game that we definitely should win um i know matthew stafford definitely will be back for that game and yeah. I, I don't know if kenny galladay is going to be but i also do trust our defenders um i'm just going to say we take a l here man um just yeah i'm just going to say we take a l here you know um yeah, that's that's just where my mind is right now. I'll, I'll say that it's just to keep it, you know, you know, cool for later because we, we're, you know, we might get the ball rolling, you know, after a little okay, right? Okay, humbling game again, you know. Yeah, that. yeah. I'm really trying to, I'm really trying to figure out what I expect from this team. I'm really trying to figure it Sunday out. Sunday for me, man. <laughs> and and I know that if they would have lost to the Cowboys this past week, then it would just be okay. They're gonna lose, right? Mm-hmm. I know it's that win that has you thinking something in the close game against the Giants. Um, I, I hate to be negative. I'm going to go loss against Detroit. I'm going to go loss against Detroit. I just, I'm just going to go loss against Detroit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Put them at three and six. Okay. So then the Bengals next, the Bengals just beat the Titans who were <laughs> five and one with their only loss coming against the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers. I'll tell you what, we talked about whether or not the giants are better than their record. Quote unquote. I think the Bengals are a solid, at least yeah. offensive team. I think their defense is, probably terrible but offensively joe burrow is is looking like 
what he's supposed to look like. They beat a good team in the Titans, and they're coming to Washington. Alex, let's just go to you first. Man, do you believe in Joe? I believe in Joe. I believe in Joe. <laughs> I, believe, I, I believe in Joe. I believe in Joe. Um, actually, you know what? I, I think this is a game that we definitely win. Um, we've been pretty decent against the Bengals. Um, I know they have a decent defense as well, but the way that we are talking about Kyle Allen, I feel like just that sustained success that we want to see. This is right. one of those teams where if we are going to prove to be serious, this is the one that we should we should bounce back and beat a very good and decent team like the Bengals to kind of reassure ourselves after a loss from the Lions. I'm going to give them the win here. I think that's we're, we're here at home with it, correct? Mm-hmm. It is at home, yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to go ahead and say after a Lions loss, they find a way to bounce back and convince us, you know, that, hey, that we're still around because this division is bad. And I don't think the pitch yeah. is going to change <laughs> drastically in the last few couple of games. No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, okay, Tay, the Bengals. Uh, you, you mentioned something about that Cowboys game. I want to say something. The only reason why I'm convinced is because we never beat a team like that. I don't care how bad they were, but they physically dominated really the Cowboys. Yeah. Like, from from the beginning to the finish. Mm-hmm. Like there was no fluky dukes, you know, where oh, we know we're about twenty years old. No, that right, that right. was such I think that kind of win is what Ron wants. Yes. With that being said, I think we'll beat the Lions, but I do think we'll lose to the uh, Bengals. Because okay. I think I think their offense may make it go. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm gonna be a problem. Yeah, I'm trying to look the Bengals play they play the Steelers. Um, next week, and I'm maybe they'll battle with them. I don't know, but I think they're going to lose that game. So they'll be two six and one. Washington maybe you know three and five. But I just think that the the general thought around some Washington fans or people would be okay with this Bengals team is even worse than us. We should beat them. But I think I feel like whether or not they win or lose, we're going to know that they're not worse. I think they're a solid young team that's just not very good right now. And doesn't know how to win games uh, against the Bengals. I'm sorry to do this, but I, I'm gonna go. I'm good. I'm gonna go loss again. I'm gonna go loss again. Back. I'm gonna go loss again. Three to set. Three and seven. Back. All right, but we'll 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 get this ball rolling here. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I got us at three and seven. Y'all got us at four and six. So then we go to the Cowboys Thanksgiving Day. And who knows who their quarterback will be? Maybe Andy Dalton will come back, and maybe he'll get knocked out again, which was absolutely just a terrible hit. That oh, on him. But okay, I'm gonna go win against the Cowboys. Okay, I want to. I want to earn that again. Now, I think they're gonna beat the Cowboys on Dallas, and I think it'll be fun for once on Thanksgiving since 2012, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be a fun Thanksgiving dinner again. I'm calling that win. Tay, go ahead. I'm gonna go win. We're five and six. Okay, Alex. Uh, what did say uh, say earlier? Like uh, we beat them how we were supposed to. Yeah, we're definitely going to spank them. The <laughs> supposed to. That's what it's going to look like, regardless of who the quarterback is in that situation. We're going to take it to him, and that turkey is going to taste oh so good. <laughs> <laughs> so so good. We're going to spank them how we're supposed to, whether it's sure. dry or not. <laughs> it's going to taste so good. <laughs> okay. All right. So. I'm one game down on y'all. I will also say part of the reason is that I would much rather be wrong about picking them to lose than picking them to win. So maybe a little bit of that superstition thing we talked about, Tay, that we haven't gotten to yet. (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, so then now this is when they hit the gauntlet, guys. I mean, the gauntlet. Ooh. Well, I guess maybe not as much the gauntlet as we thought, but they do go Pittsburgh, 49ers, yeah. Seahawks. Now, again, this, the 49ers are not going to have uh, uh, Garoppolo. They're not going to have Kittle. And who knows how many other players will have gotten hurt by the time they play this game. I mean, you saw that today they have, what, three guys on the COVID list. Trent Williams, Ayuk are out. So who knows what will happen. So let's let's start with the Steelers game. Straight up loss. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go win. I I think. Oh, (laughs) so that's. Okay. 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 I mean, look, call your shots, man. Call your shots. one thing that, that sticks with me is that, that that Ron halftime speech with the Panthers against the team. Who would they, I don't know who they're playing with. Again. I don't. Yeah, I don't know who they're playing, but I know what you're talking about. I definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But I can just envision that happening, and before the game, talking about the history, and and you can beat these guys. I, I'm gonna go win. Okay. Six and six. Six and six. Four and one out the bye. Go ahead, Alex. <laughs> Oh man, say I I, I want to be with you so bad, man. Uh, like, I, I want to just like yeah, man. I, I definitely want to take that road. I, I don't I don't know, man. <laughs> the Steelers are probably going to be ten and zero by this point too. If you look man, at the schedule. Uh, oh man, I, it's either uh, that one or the Seattle one. I think they'll win. I think they'll win one of those. Okay. If you know, I always felt that Pittsburgh game. I did say I felt like that was the game that we're probably supposed to lose that we could win. I do not feel like that today, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I do not feel like I that. I think it's today. fine. Uh, they are they are the the last undefeated team in the league. Oh man, for a reason. Um, yeah, they played. They've been playing well. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so four and eight for me. Alex five and seven. Tay six and six. 49ers. Tay, I'm gonna let you go first because I I think I I think I know what you're gonna say. But go ahead. I'm gonna say loss. Okay. All right. Now I know you've been. I know you haven't been high on the 49ers all I'm year. I'm still not right? high on them, but since I got them winning that that Pittsburgh game, it's only. I think they'll since they're going to the West Coast. I think they'll struggle with that possibly with the time change and everything. Okay. I think that'll be a letdown after a high win. We'll have a letdown. All right. So six and seven, Alex. 49ers. So let me ask you guys first. Do you guys feel that for Kyle Shanahan, that the luster to punish the football team, <laughs> the former Redskins, do you feel that that luster is still there? You know, hmm. <laughs> it could potentially. I kind of feel like games. it might be. I feel you like know? I feel like even though that's from all those years ago, I feel yeah, like it you know? might still be there. It's like, dude, the only person still here is Dan Snyder. No, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, if there are any past transgression discrepancies, yeah. are those feelings still there? You that's know? a fair and, question. Yeah, and, and if it's not, you know, we may just—I I don't want to say steamroll, but again, we'll beat them, beat them how we're supposed to, you know. But that was my number one question: if the lust is still there for Kyle, man, hey. It just might be one of those days. You know, might not be us, much you can do. You know? But I, I'm going to definitely go ahead and say that, you know, they, they stick to the script of what they're doing and they show that continuous growth. And it's a W, man. It's a W. Over this All right. Point. Just... All right. So five. So six and seven. I am going to go loss against the 49ers. Um, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Are we still in first place? <laughs> At four and nine, I think we are still in first place. <laughs> if you look at the Eagles' five-game stretch, I think uh, so. But 
But I'm going to redeem myself, though, now. I think I said this the first time, and I'm going to stand by an upset over Seattle just because I still stand by the fact that Seattle away and now in the winter time, uh, I just feel like I just feel like it's a possibility that their offense is slightly more contained and their defense is not very good. We know that. And so I'm going to just call for the upset over Seattle in week 15. Um, Alex. Definitely going to say, granted that health like remains and is persistent for us, at least defensively, I think that's a game that we can possibly make ugly. Not yeah, that yeah. Russell, Russell's still on his MVP role, undoubtedly, you know, but if we can just force him to make some mistakes, which he's shown that he is, mm-hmm. you know, that he he will possibly make our defense, if they are real, if they are this number one passing defense, well, this is a game to really show that there. Yeah. You know, and then possibly pull out a surprise. And again, if the offense is sustainable, it's not like their world be with their defense, you know, Kyle Allen could potentially have a pretty decent day against that defense. I, I, I would agree with you. I'm going to definitely, I'm, I'm just going to go for a win. If there's a game that we should probably lose and win, it is that one, that one. Okay, okay, okay. Said, yeah, I stand. We'll, we'll probably win that game, depending on health and if so you're, you're you with know, me on the upset. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the upset with this. All one. right, Tay. Yeah. I'm gonna go lost, but I think I think Terry's gonna try to explode that game with the DK. The DK. Oh yeah, TK versus like Terry. That. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I just, you know, I feel like every, I feel yeah. like, I mean, Russell Wilson, I think, is playing at an MVP level, but I feel like he always does have maybe even it's just that one game mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he's just like off and where the pressure is getting to him. And he takes sacks that he normally wouldn't take. Mm-hmm. He kind of like he kind of just falls in the pocket instead of escaping. And I'm just gonna give that one to Chase Young, Montez, and and Duran and the boys. So, so right now I'm at five and nine. Tay's at six and eight, and Alex has overtaken Tay at seven and seven. Okay, as the, <laughs> currently the most optimistic of the group. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we've got three. We got two games left, right? Mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers, Philadelphia Eagles. Let's talk about these Panthers. I think that I don't think that there's any ill will for Ron and the Panthers, but at the end of the day, you get fired, you get fired. Yeah. I don't think Ron's teaching, telling these guys, we got to go back and beat them. But I think these guys may be like, Hey, let's go try to handle the Panthers. Cause they fired Ron. Mm-hmm. I think that they are going to in their mind, like there's they're humans, you know, they know every, they know what happened. They, everyone knows it's not a secret. He got fired. So I think in their minds after the game, they're saying we wanted to get this one for coach. We wanted to get this one for coach. On top of that, I'm not convinced Teddy Bridgewater will still be healthy. Maybe but there's a chance that he might be out potentially. And, and I'm going to just call the win against the Panthers here to put them at six and nine. And also these wins that we're calling late in the season, uh, Ron Rivera's record first half of the season compared to second half, there's a plus 11 wins in the second half of the season, and it's like minus a few in the first half. So calling these late get, late, late in season wins is not ill-advised. Mm-hmm. Right. There's something okay. there. Uh, Tay, go ahead. I, I think his record is 48-32-1. and one. Yeah, Something, something like that. Second half, yeah. And I'm, I'm going to go win, put him at 7-8 and eight with the season, end, season ender against Philly going down for the playoff spot. Okay, okay Alex. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go win against the uh, Carolina Panthers. Um, it's it's another return for Armavir, like you guys are saying, and um, it's a team that we could beat. They haven't been world beaters all season, and if we come into form the way I'm thinking we possibly can, it should be a game where they just show their true grit and take another one. Okay, so 
going into week 17. I've got them at I've got yours wrong, Alex. I got yours at eight and eight, but that's not right. There's another game. So I'm at six and nine. Tay's at seven and eight, and Alex is at eight and seven. Okay. Going into this now, now if I think of any of these three, well, first of all, if they're at eight and seven, I think they've won the division. (laughs) (laughs) If they're at six and nine, seven and eight, I think they're playing the Eagles for the division. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, the Eagles being, they would be six, eight and one. I think that's possible, or they would be, yeah, six, eight, and one. And they, so, all right, I don't want to do this one first. Who wants to do this one first? Okay. <laughs> Week seventeen against Philly. Oh, uh, yeah. I bring out the broom, man, um, and not to say it in a brash way, you know, not to say it in a brash way, but I still think you know memories of you know we're not going to be little bro anymore. You know, uh-huh. it, it, that's going to resonate, man. That's that still sticks. That still stands. Um, I do believe in Carson. I think he's getting a lot of crap right now. But, yeah, yeah. You know, he's a solid I'll, quarterback. Yeah, he's he's definitely a solid quarterback. I just feel that this defense is really legitimate. <laughs> they are actually growing and morphing into something like Montez Sweat <laughs> is probably going to be on the tail. Lord Gunn, good health, and all of them throughout the rest of the season. But right. if, if 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 that just happens to be the case, yeah, I think the defense, man, they'll take care of what they need to take care of. It'll be a typical NFC East game, but bring out the broom, gentlemen. Okay. So you've got us finishing the season at nine and seven, which means yeah. a seven and two finish. Wow. I hope you're right, wow. man. Again, I hope you found a way to get us. It's, it's crazy. Found a way I got, to get us I got, to I got back to it again. again. I got back to it again, man. Found a way. That's what <laughs> scenarios in my head, man. I got back to it again. Some way, somehow. <laughs> what were the streaks, though, in the record? Were there any streaks? What were the, what were the streaks? If you can win I got I would have to listen to it. <laughs> okay. I okay, okay. I wish I knew it. I, I meant to listen to it. So, okay. Uh, Okay, so here's what I want to say about mine, because I'm about to pick mine. I feel like if Washington gets to week 17 and needs to beat the Eagles for the playoffs, I think they're doing it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely think that they are doing it. Because I mean it'll just I think it would just be so much emotion and energy behind it, you know. And so, but then do I see them getting to seven and nine is the question. Do I see them finishing seven and nine would be a five and what about what, what a five and four? No, six and three finish. So that's the question. Not a six and three, a five and four finish, right? Come on, help me with the math, guys. <laughs> that's reasonable. That's reasonable. Five, five and, and four, four finish? Five and four? Yeah, five and four. Five and four with the schedule they have doesn't seem insane to me. No, it doesn't. Because they're not playing. Look, four of their five losses so far come against teams that currently have five wins. I mean, they're not playing the Cardinals again. They're not playing the uh, even the Browns. They're not playing the Ravens, and they're not playing the Rams. The Steelers and the Seahawks are the two big ones on their yeah, on their yeah, schedule, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Tay. Give us your prediction, <laughs> <laughs> and then come back to me. <laughs> uh, six and three finished for me. Uh... But I'm again, Tay, with eight. with yours, I don't think they even. I think if they're at seven and eight, they might have already won the division, possibly also. Yeah. Or or they don't necessarily need to win to win it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I think it's gonna be hard for them to win Philly. Uh, let's go loss, loss. Seven and nine. Seven and nine. But but they've won the division or no? But they won the division. Okay. All right. 
somehow I want to I want to stick with my bold prediction of an upset against the Philly against the Seahawks, but also keep them at six and ten. And I don't know how to fix this. Um, basically, I see them I see them more at six and ten, but I do see them beating the Eagles if it's for the playoffs. So I'm gonna put I'm, so I'm gonna go loss against Philly. But really, what I'm saying I'm gonna put an asterisk next to it. What I'm saying is I'm replacing this loss against Philly with another potential loss that somehow still gets them to six and 10. <laughs> and if they're playing for the playoffs in week 17, then they are beating Philly. Hope everyone who's listening got that. There's a lot tied to, to what I just predicted. <laughs> if they get to week 17 and they need to beat Philly to get in, I think they are. If not, then I think not, maybe, you know, maybe not, but. I'm just I'm but I'd rather stick I think six and ten and finishing um what four and that's four and five, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, whatever, man. I'm gonna predict a win, seven and nine. Okay. Okay. Whatever. What and which which means, Alex, that you and I both managed to get back to our original <laughs> prediction. I'm, I'm looking right here. I'm like, how did I <laughs> yeah. know, get back to this, man? Um Tay's the only one who went down to. I feel like this is a mistake, though. <laughs> it's like part of me does too, but I'm just like, man, am I being too? I'm going off? back to six yeah, and ten, I guys. Sick. I'm I going I was... back to six and ten. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't know what the game is or which way it goes. I'm gonna wow. go six and ten. Let's say loss against Panthers, win against Philly. I'm gonna switch it up there, okay? Okay. But whatever, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's because I took my lumps early. I think I had us losing to Detroit, correct? And then Pittsburgh as well, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. Those yeah. were my two losses that I felt like, okay, this is probably like games that we're probably going to drop. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at the rest, Dallas, San Francisco, Seattle. These are when we're maybe I'm probably wrong about Seattle. <laughs> but then if I'm saying that, if I'm saying that, then that means that we're sitting at eight and eight win the division, which is very much yeah. plausible. Very, know? very believable. Yeah. Eight and eight, de- I think eight and eight definitely yeah. the division. I just think the early losses just sets this young team up for success down the road. I, that's why okay. I said that, okay. that that Lions game is it's a humbling game, but it's just like, all right, man, let's really get on yeah. our horse and <laughs> let's yeah. go, you know. Not if to mention the five that they have already. Right, right. And again, like you said, Ron Rivera's record in the second half of the season, yes. combined with their, you know, the, their, the games, those four straight losses minus the Giants, teams are like 20 and and eight or something like that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, the, I don't know, man. Okay, uh, so, I'm at, so I'm sticking at six and ten. However you want to hash out the wins and losses, <laughs> I'm sticking at six and ten. Dave's at seven and nine, and Alex is at nine and seven. Either way, I I do think they'll win more games through the last nine than they want the first seven. So then the last the last question I have for both of you then does winning the division this year instead of maybe being a petition to position to you know draft the top quarterback, which is what it all comes back to for me, are you sacrificing short term failure for long term that can that can lead to long term success for short term success? that may not lead to long-term success that may continue this long-term failure that we have. Do they have more to gain by making the playoffs or by having a down year? Whoever wants to go first. And I hope that makes sense. I, I I just want to say, this is like the biggest conflict for me this season. Me too. It's it is literally the biggest conflict. I mean, after you know Terry's post game speech, I'm just like, man, these guys. Of course, at not at any juncture in the season did I ever feel like these guys quit. 
They always, no, definitely not. They, definitely they not. always compete, and I've absolutely loved that. And I've always said, well, Ron did say this is a year where, where he's going to evaluate. The fact that we're in the middle of the division right now, that's absolutely fine and cool, but do we want to be the kings of crap? Is it fool's gold to chase this yeah. division right yeah. now? You know, yeah. At the same time, the players want to win. I, I definitely yeah. understand that. But I think the way I feel is particularly hinged on if we don't have a quarterback right now. Right, right, Prospects right. Prospects that are in the top five that we could potentially get is what's probably like, like yeah, relax, you know, like, yeah, you know, but right. if they are going to compete and do what they're doing, then I'm fine. If Ron feels comfortable going forward with Kyle Allen and, and Dwayne, then by all means, like you said, if there's going to be competition next season, let's do it. But I've always felt that it was fool's gold. That's where my heart was all along. But again, everything hinges on Sunday for me. Whatever they show me on Sunday is how I'll go forward. Right, right, right. That's no, that's and, that's a good no, point. No, yeah. Right, because if they get to two and six, I mean, it's still possible, but it's like, um, Tay. Yeah, um, I think I think, like I said, like I've mentioned time and time again, if they're winning with young talent, I think it's okay because that's what they did against Dallas. You know, you're letting these young guys go out and win the game. Now, if this team was older and didn't really have, like, our previous seasons and weren't developing, then I would be like, okay, well, you guys are, you know, if we had Cam at quarterback, you know, doing it. But the fact that we have someone young like Kyle Allen, he's making strides, he's taking strides. I think you go ahead and win the division. Just Let's start building that culture now. Let's start building that culture. And then yeah. my thing with that is Dan is known for moving up to get his guy. Yeah. And if Ron wants somebody – I'm sure I'm I'm pretty sure the conversation went Ron go ahead and win the division. If you want your guy, I'll move up and get him. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, you know. Yeah, yeah. And if that's the case, let's do it. Yeah. I guess we won't really be able to know until it happens, right? You know, ultimately um I think if they were if they definitely weren't in the division race, like if the Cowboys or the Eagles or someone were like 5 and 2 right now, then it would be like I think I think you probably just want to chill and just get yourself in good spot. But I think there is something. To, I think I think that there possibly is something to be gained from making the playoffs, even if even if you're not able to win a game. And there are other ways making, to get quarterbacks because you're making it with a young team. Exactly, I mean, you're making it with the, so you're, they're learning how to win. Exactly, and and then you know even if you, if you lose first, then you're probably picking 19th, and maybe there's someone there. Maybe you trade up. Maybe Kyle yeah. Allen gets you there and you feel comfortable. And so there's just so many variables. And if it's, if it was, if it was Trevor Lawrence or playoffs, you know, at six and 10, then I think Trevor Lawrence is the better option just because of what he provides you in terms of long-term stability. But if it's question mark at quarterback versus playoffs, then I think maybe the playoffs is the better option, but I'm conflicted. And like you said, Alex, this, this game against the giants, if they lose against the giants again, then again, why should I think that they can win enough games to get to the playoffs or why should it really matter as much? They lose to the Giants and the Lions, then okay, yeah, you know. <laughs> ah, but all right. So six and ten for me, seven and nine for Tay, nine and seven for Alex. I'm excited to see what happens. I'm excited that we'll watch more Washington football on Sunday. If I don't know about y'all, it feels like it's been a month for me. Yes, oh, <laughs> it feels like it's been a long time since the game came on. So I'm excited to get back on it. Excited to have film to look at. And yeah, does anyone? Uh, I I know I I just threw so much extra into that episode, but do either <laughs> of y'all have uh, anything um, to add before we go? Interesting stat. 
I don't know it particularly like to the T, but there's a stat about teams with young pass rushers within their first four years. When you look at Nick Bosa, Von Miller, I know there's a couple more names that I'm missing right now. Yeah. Um, as far as like having them before they get to their next contract, this is just actually a nice, decent stat of having young pass rushers like that and like a chance of making it to the Super Bowl. I'm not mm. saying we're anywhere near and close. Right, right. I'm not saying we're anywhere right. near. Close. I know, yeah. But having, you know, the beautiful edge rushers we do in Montez Sweat and Chase Young, I think there's a chance. And with where the defense is now, the fact that we're talking about having a number one pass defense is an immense, it's an immense show of growth yeah. alone. You know, like the season is far from over, but the fact that we're here right now, it's a market improvement. It's a testament to the coaching, you know, with the, yeah. this team. Um, that was, See, that was pretty yeah. And that's why I feel like them getting quarterback right now, mm-hmm. getting it right right now is so critical yes. because of this window that they have with this young defense and defensive line. So I'm like, if you just get a quarterback who can, who can play well? Justin Herbert. <laughs> look, man, look, you go back in time. Right, exactly. That's why I feel like it's even more critical now because you have, Tay, a young team. You have young talent. You have young pass rushers who make a huge difference. That You know, that's what gets teams to the Super Bowl. The Giants won two Super Bowls because of their pass rush. Mm-hmm. So that's I, I'm glad you pointed that out. That's why I'm so hard yeah. on the quarterback now, especially. Um, <laughs> anything else? I, I, I think Trevor Lawrence season is over for us. I think, so. I think it's over, yeah, too. Yeah, it's definitely over, for sure. That's why I'm like, let's win. <laughs> yeah. We're going to miss out on him. We're going to miss out on him. I agree. And, um, I mean, you know, after after Trevor Lawrence, I'm telling you what, we're not talking about this right now, but I, I'm starting to like Zach Wilson a lot, and I think mm, he's probably fourth name. right now. And so I think he's there, you know, yeah. so later when – if you do make the playoffs or if you almost make the playoffs, I think he's there where you're picking. I think he'll continue to rise. And so that's not a bad consolation prize. I think, I think he no, can be good. And he started in the top 10, guys. Say that again. I think he'll possibly be in the top 10. He's going to be one of those. I think he may be a top 10 guy. And he, he checks the boxes in terms of his experience and starting in terms of the growth he showed in starting. He's not playing top talent, but he's not playing with top talent, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and I was telling Tay last time I would say, but, you know, a guy like Justin Fields or even Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is going to be good for sure. But those guys, sometimes it's tough to evaluate certain parts of their game, like how they handle pressure because they don't face a lot of pressure because they have the best offensive lines and the best weapons. But like I said, Zach, Zach, what's his name? Zach Wilson. He doesn't have that. You see him face pressure. You see how he handles it. You see how he scrambles and how he moves and how he throws. And so it's an easier uh, evaluation. So, all right, that's all I'm going to say about that. And we'll revisit that as the season goes on. But I guess there is a path to winning the division and maybe still drafting a guy or having a guy. So thank you so much for listening. Alex, thank you for joining us. Love having you on. Thank you. I think you're a great addition to the show. And so we need to have you on here more often. So we'll see how this goes after the season. You know, we're going to have to revisit it again. (laughs) Rio, Rio, if you're listening, you you got out of this one, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, (laughs) We're going to get you next time. We're going to get you next time, man. Uh, All right. Well, we'll be back. Um, this can this is probably just our pregame one too, but we'll be back right after week uh week nine against the Giants and we'll see what happens and what there is to talk about. Hopefully good stuff. Thank you for listening. This is Todd. This is Tate. And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening. When- 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.